0: We know that Christmas
1: Merry Christmas everyone. Welcome to the OFT podcast. I am your host Joshua Voles, and with me tonight are two of my uh, fellow OFD'ers Jude Seymour and Brendan McElhinden. Guys, Merry Christmas.
2: Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas.
1: Yeah, well, let's get in that uh, the that, that holiday spirit y'all. I mean, we are recording this uh, Friday night, December 20th. Uh, you will probably be listening to this closer to Christmas Eve. Uh, so this is our special Christmas present to all of y'all. And uh, Christmas season means uh, means something special for everyone. And something that's really special to Notre Dame fans is, of course, that fantastic 2008 Hawaii Bowl victory.
3: I love this game. I love this game
1: so much. <laughs> I love every... I know I love everything about it. It is the streak breaker. You know, the Hawaii bowl, it, yeah. The Hawaii bowl is kind of a. Well, I'm just going to say it. The Hawaii bowl is a trash bowl, and uh, but this was this was pure magic all all the way through. So Jude, the, we uh, uh, just to let everybody in. We we sat we sat around for about two and a half hours uh, the day before uh, trying to do this, and uh, nothing panned out for us. Uh, so this is our second go around. That's how much we think of you. Um, uh, hopefully you think of us and please rate and review, uh, especially over there in Apple podcasts that really helps us out, uh, gets that podcast out to people. People can find us. You can look, there's a lot of good reviews about, uh, the disdain for me and that's all right. I like to hear that. I mean, I don't like to hear that, but I, I want to hear the, uh, the true and positive feedback. That's fantastic. So if you can do that, that'd be great. So, Jude, why don't you give us a little bit of background? I mean, this was 11 years ago now, right? So, I mean, some of our listeners may have been, you know, still in grade school um, while this game was going on. Uh, I, I so, mean, Flexicle Burris had just shot himself in the
2: leg. So, Oh, I my mean, God. <laughs> <laughs> the current siding class Damn. of Notre Dame is only seven years old when this game is being played, right? Six
1: years old in some cases. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it it feels like, I mean, it really does feel just like yesterday. I watched this game. Currency leather recliner that I love that. I no longer have with a, a bunch of, uh, freshly made homemade, uh, apple pie booze. Uh, it was completely sauced by the second quarter. How I remember everything about this. I don't know. I, but I, <laughs> I watched the, the, all the, the game all the way through and, uh, it, it, it was just magic. It was pure magic.
3: Yeah. So uh, I want to try to, my best to take you guys back to 2008. Um, it's, it's kind of funny to think about where we are versus where we were then. Um, Notre Dame was trying to avoid its second consecutive losing, se- losing season, which by, I mean, the disastrous 2007 season, which we're all well aware of. But they came into this game six and six. And obviously, if they had lost, it would be six and seven. And just to put that into context of of Notre Dame, its entire history, back to back losing seasons had only happened. Uh, this would have been the third time, and what it was at 112 seasons by this point. So, um, you know, obviously uh, the stakes were pretty high, and the narrative around this game coming in was about the fact that Notre Dame had not won a bowl game. I'm not talking about a New year six. Game or a New Year's Day game or a major bowl game, but any not game, any any bowl. Won any bowl game since January of 1994, the Cotton Bowl, Texas against Texas A and M.
1: So includes losses and in, like in the Orange Bowl and um, Gator uh, bowl, in the Fiesta so. Bowl a couple times. Yeah, Gator Bowl. uh, not the Micron PC. What was the one? The other one to Oregon State that was um. Uh, it was, like, was that
2: the one in '99? The it was the bowl, Insight yeah.
1: Bowl. Insight awesome bowl, world thank world. you. Yes. Yeah. 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 I I keep wanting to say micron PC, which is actually the uh the, the um camping world bowl. <laughs> uh with the micro bowl, but yeah, the insight bowl, that was definitely one that was one with uh when Kent Bear got his uh, one game uh of head coaching in.
3: Absolutely. I had already been fired. So uh, speaking of um coaches being fired, the the narrative after Um, the humiliating 38 to three loss to USC to close the season, which was on the heels of the loss to an eight lost Syracuse team, which was the first time Notre Dame had ever lost to a eight lost team in their entire history. And that Syracuse (laughs) had already snowballs
1: flying and
3: yep. And Manti Teo in attendance. Um, the, the narrative was, uh, is, is, um, Chuck Weiss, Charlie Weiss at 28-21, going to keep his job. If this, if this record wasn't good enough for Tyrone Willingham, why is it good enough for Charlie Weiss? And obviously, the, the mitigating factor of you just signed him to a huge contract extension in 2005, notwithstanding, right? After so, a loss. Yep. Uh, Jack Swarbrick <laughs> was in his first year, and he had decided um, between the, the time of the USC game and the time of this Hawaii Bowl that uh said would be extended. He didn't give him a definitive timeline, but at the, at the very least, he would start the 2009 season together. And um, they were allowing the players to have a, um, a, a bit of a say about where they would go because there were some options for Notre Dame. Um, like, a they, like, like a fan
1: vote. Like a fan vote.
3: Like a fan vote, exactly right. Um, so there was four options. There was Detroit for the Motor City Bowl. Uh, which ended up being uh, FAU-CMU that year. Um, there was the Texas Bowl where they would have played Rice, which was in Houston. Um, yes. There was the Independence Bowl against Louisiana Tech, and then obviously Hawaii versus Hawaii. So um, the, the players overwhelmingly chose Hawaii. No huge surprise there. Um, but the administration also liked Hawaii because – uh, it was going to be, it was a game that was going to be broadcast on ESPN and that had a wider uh, audience than the Texas bowl, for example, which was going to be on NFL, the NFL network. And, uh, obviously Charlie Weiss liked, uh, Hawaii because he was in the midst of trying to, uh, convince Manti Teo to, uh, to sign with, with Notre Dame, which he, which he would eventually do, uh, the following February. So, uh, it was kind of a win, win, win for all, all parties involved. Um, it was also a win for the Hawaii Bowl. Um, they paid out $750,000 to each each team. Um, and in return, they got the highest attendance, much higher attendance than they'd had the previous year uh, when they had hosted Boise State in East Carolina. So about 45,000 people came to this game, which, funny enough, was more than the number of people that came to see Notre Dame play in the regular season against Boston College on the road. So... Um, with that kind of, uh, with that kind of background, um, I think that's kind of where, uh, the 2008 season, I, again, their was, uh, favored by two and a half points coming into this game or one and a half b- based on the odds maker you were looking at. Um, but they were sliding. They'd started the season four and one, but had finished two and five. And I mentioned that the losses to Syracuse and USC, um, so there wasn't a lot of fate. brutal USC
1: game.
2: game. Where were you? When Notre Dame got their first first down in that football game, do you remember where you were? Passed uh, out. I, I, I mean, was. I, I was getting ready to to, to <laughs> pop a bowl of popcorn to start like the fourth quarter and.
3: Uh, yeah, I no, I was
2: already passed out. I
3: wasn't uh, drinking in 2008, but I probably was seriously considering it that night. That was um, that was not not the best effort. And and, and Jimmy Clausen, uh, as great a game that he that he has here that we're just about to watch. Um, he was just—he was awful his last uh, five or so games. Uh, yeah, the yeah. the touchdown interception ratio, I believe, was two to seven, if I recall correctly. So uh, it just was—it was going sideways.
1: And yeah,
2: Floyd got, got nicked up, and it, it, the whole thing just kind of went
1: sideways. Yeah. And just real quick before we before we move forward too about that with Clausen, like look, Charlie Weiss, this was a and people that watch this team remembered this was a terrible defensive team and the team was pretty much put on Jimmy Claus's shoulders uh, or, or a combination of Jimmy and Jimmy and Kyle and golden and, and Floyd. Uh, so, you know, if when things weren't clicking a little bit and their you know, defense keeps ca- coughing up yards and points, uh, they put themselves, they put themselves in some, a lot of bad positions. So, so yeah, <laughs> uh, th- th- there was a lot of uh, extra, extra oomph on those guys. And, you know, Jimmy Clausen. you know, you still only a sophomore in 2008.
2: Yeah. I mean, before we get started too, uh, the hottest take you'll hear going into this game is I, I think that you can say almost with absolute certainty that if the players decided to go to any other bowl or the administration decided to go any other bowl, Notre Dame does not play in the 2012 national title game. I don't think that
1: there's a question. That uh, they needed to pay homage to, to tell it was, yeah, His recruitment I, was I that think cl- was that close. Yeah, it, absolutely. It was uh,
2: it was that night. The, the, the night 2008 Hawaii and Bowl was a
1: turning point for Notre Dame football in ways that have been unimagined until, until now. You're absolutely correct, Brendan.
2: Yeah, if they don't if they don't play out of their mind in this game and give Teo like a reason to, and they don't rack up the sacks that they do, and they don't uh, show something, uh, yeah, I don't think Teo signs with Notre Dame, and I'm, that means Notre Dame's not in the twenty
1: twelve national title game. Yeah, somehow God doesn't tap him on the shoulder in the middle of the night and tell him Notre Dame. You, you got, you got, <laughs> yeah. you got to think. <laughs> so, all right. So, what well, what we're doing? I guess I like do. I explained it in the first take uh, from yesterday. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna watch this game. We have it scrubbed down to about an hour length. And so uh, uh, I'm hoping that uh, my my audio engineering skills will be good enough that you'll be able to hear uh, the background of the game going on a little bit. We got it scrubbed down to in one hour and seven seconds. And, and so we're gonna watch it, and look, you got plenty of stuff to do, right? It's Christmas time. You got. Toys to put together, stickers to put on. Uh, Maybe you're still wrapping. Hopefully you're not out there uh, trying to break into Walgreens, which is like the only place open on Christmas Eve uh, (laughs) to to finish up. But uh, this is what we're going to do. We're going to watch this game. We're going to comment on it. have some fun. Um, And, you know, if you want, there's going to be – I'll I'll put the link up. It's it's on YouTube, uh, our hour-long version. It'll be up on the site. So if you're watching this on your desktop, you can sync it up. We're going to sync 123GO. Uh, Hit play, and we're going to watch this game and and have some fun. Reminisce about uh, one of the more intriguing bowl games in Notre Dame history uh, and for many, many reasons that we've already discussed. So let's no further further pumping it up. Guys, you ready?
3: Third line roar. I'm ready.
1: All right. Remember, it's one, two, three, go. (laughs) It's like the Bruce Willis. All right. One, (laughs) two, three, go.
0: Start Here we go with the kickoff. As we're underway, on Christmas Eve, deep kickoff.
1: You got to imagine Maryland, nowadays that would just be a down, you know? <laughs> yeah. He's not, not block taking block. it out
0: of the end.
3: So one of the things I noticed kind of watching this game was they, they mixed up uh, Jimmy under center versus Jimmy versus shotgun. He really – I think it's pretty obvious when the 2019 Notre Dame offense is going to pass. Um, well, because they're never under center. but uh, So there's no mixing it up like that. But this team really did mix it up in terms of giving uh, different looks well, to the, the defense.
1: And we still had, I mean, they used Hughes uh, as an upback, um, fullback here and there too. But uh, they still had, uh, I believe they still had Aesop Schwab uh, in 2008, didn't they? So I mean, you're still using a full back, and Weiss is a pro guy. There's a catch that, from Floyd. I think that's the lone appearance by Floyd in this game. No, he's he played. No, he said that. He, he said he, that the other day. You see him later. Yeah, he's a he's definitely uh, definitely in on the later of this half for sure. In fact, he drops one of the four incompletions that. Uh, now this is something right here. This screen yeah. right there. That's the that's one of the things I miss a lot from the Weiss days is the ability to run a screen.
3: And they did it a lot in this game.
1: Yeah,
0: exactly. and a
1: lot of a lot of different types of screens. And if you're just listening to this, you know the line consists of like Dan Wenger, uh, Chris Stewart, um, Eric Olson. Uh, Sam Young or no, not Sam Young yeah Sam Young's on yeah, this Sam team yeah. yeah there he is uh,
3: 38th straight or 38th straight start I believe for Sam Young
1: yeah I mean he started started from Georgia Tech his freshman year didn't he all the way through mm-hmm. yeah underrated in his career in Notre Dame because of the seasons that he had to go through but
3: yeah so it couldn't have been 38 games but maybe it was let's see
1: but uh, Mike Turkovich is out, out there too that's a alright so this is so tough. Long.
3: This is this. Tate has it in his hands, right? This is the first incompletion of the four. Tate has it in his hands. I'm not sure if this cut shows it, um, but he just really can't. He can't keep it in bounce. That's the tough part. So they got to punt.
1: Yeah, that's a little. You know, I remember watching this too, thinking, all right. Now we're putting away. I mean, there was there. Like I said, this was a a two point spread kind of game. So you're like, all right, we just put it away. We'll let the fireworks begin, right? And you. Definitely have those
2: same feelings that you get, even watching now, where it's like they punt on their opening possession, and that feeling sort of sneaks in. You're like, "Oh shit, is it going to be one of these?"
1: Yeah, no doubt. Love seeing Sergio out there, man. That's that's been my man for two class for many, many, many years, man. Many years, criminal, criminal Criminal. that you. He's going to block a punt here coming up. Yeah, this, this is one of Sergio Brown's games. And that, hey, that's how he made his mark in the league. Special teams. I mean, how Kyle McCarthy started over him—I'll I'll never figure it out. Ever. This is criminal. Criminal.
2: Well, I can tell you—that's you, my, big, this that's is my same biggest. my staff beat. that decided that uh, Harrison Smith wasn't a safety, right?
1: Yeah. <laughs> you got—you got one of the best safeties in the NFL playing outside linebacker. Yeah, I you mean, see, him see him in this game die, playing but.
2: outside linebacker, right? Yeah. Did he
3: end Did he end up playing safety in two thousand nine and in Charlie's last year? Yeah, he
2: ended up playing safety in yes. two thousand nine. I think.
1: In, yeah. the, this was his last season
2: as a uh, as a and linebacker, and you see him in this game.
1: And well, this I, maybe it was more so. Yeah, it was a lot this year. Remember, you just see you see him like jump up in the air. He was getting a helmet to his crotch, like every other play. Like they would blitz him constantly. See, this is this is typical Notre Dame 2008 I defense. Say, so soft, yeah.
3: just, just so soft.
1: soft. Rashad McNeil out there on the at uh, one corner. I did. Uh, Robert Blanton down the other. Uh, Play more of like uh the field corner. Oh, man, he's just watching like there's nobody around. It is so different, you know, watching Notre Dame's defense nowadays. Chris McCarthy. Yeah the drive coming Is and if you're Notre so Dame, then now, now there's there a good sack right. right there. That was a big collapse. Kerry Neal, Kerry Neal, Neal wow. getting in on some action.
3: Kerry Neal uh, is a is a trainer now in Chicago, and he trains a lot of uh, the the prospects that are kind yeah, of in that there, area.
1: There was a there was a new name that brought him up. Uh, I I can't I can't recall who that was. It was, it was one of our new. Recruits. Yeah, it was um the guy from
3: Lake Forest? Which one is the one from Lake Forest? Is it Riley?
1: Yeah, Riley Mills. That's right. That's right.
2: Uh, Tommy Reese's high school. Yep.
1: So, what point take? did you
2: guys get turned over on the uh, names on the back of the jerseys?
1: Oh, I've loved it ever since they have been doing it.
2: Um,
3: I, 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 I. We talked about this on the board this podcast. is the
1: one that
2: this is the one that I remember the the names coming back on, right?
3: Right. This is the first time that they put the names back on the jersey since Tim Brown's senior season, which would have been '87,
1: which was a was a Notre Dame tradition beforehand for yeah. the bowl game mm-hmm.
2: sort of like a, and then, and that's and how then, I always
1: then, and thought it's
3: like and ended it for whatever reason right Luke Luke continued it and then ended it
1: well most Notre Dame fans think every Notre Dame tradition er, everything for the whole era, was like a 50-year tradition uh when right. it just wasn't well, <laughs> like the plan, <laughs> like a,
2: people well
1: just like, like any, like I
2: mean the gold okay. pants
1: Even like even old typers, their vision of what Notre Dame football is traditionally is based off of the Lou Holtz era because it's a traditional look.
3: You know what I mean? There's a throw behind the line. We're gonna do this. We're gonna do this for a while now. We're just gonna throw behind the line and just run this play. Look at this five wide.
0: People are
1: our message boards are dying.
0: (laughs) Rudolph (laughs) over the middle. Yeah, why not? Got Rudolph
1: streaking down the
3: middle. Got smacked pretty hard.
0: He that one. I do love the
2: fact that uh, oh, look at this it Let is they a go Minnesota to the Minnesota Vikings All Star right here. This is a Minnesota Vikings All Star team, right? With Blanton. And
1: uh how <laughs> weird uh, I, I believe Dan Wenger played I don't I thought Dan Wenger was on the Vikings for a little bit. Oh they're on the Dolphins. I mean it was like day.
2: Pokemon. They were trying to catch them all. They were trying to get that whole two thousand and eight Notre Dame team on uh, on the Vikings roster.
1: It's kinda like what San Diego's doing now. Yeah, yeah. With uh, there's our first Curry of a uh, or not San Diego, but you know what I mean. The L.A. Chargers. Not, I mean, they're San Diego to me. That's our first
3: or second now of a thousand shots of, of Charlie Weiss in the booth. As, as you recall, he he had the uh, the ripped ACL because John Ryan got blocked into him in the Michigan game and ripped out his uh and he landed weird on his leg. So he hasn't had the surgery yet, and so he's been putting off the surgery, and now he can't basically stand.
1: And it was really, it was this game, it was this performance in this game that, that put that put that that, that thought that ever that some people thought, well, can we just get a new head coach and Weiss can stay and be offensive coordinator, just keeping him in the booth? Like like Weiss would like a guy with that kind of ego would take that kind of demotion, but. I mean, honestly, like Charlie Weiss in the press or in the booth is a fantastic play caller. I mean, he he really. I mean, he's, I don't care what anyone says. He he did. He's got Super Bowl rings. He'll show them to you. He does a good job calling plays. That was a good spot for him. He's not a head football coach, but that put the well, that put the to
2: Florida and fizzled out, right? Didn't he? He ended up down in Florida. Uh, well, whose staff would it have been? It would have been. Um, was it a Must
1: point Champ? staff, or Must Champ staff? I, I thought he was there with Must Champ.
2: Yeah, yeah, it was Must Champ. Before was Because let's uh, let uh,
1: oh, God. Well, uh, God. Oh,
2: God what would you pay to th- have that on on the roster?
1: Oh, I don't think we could say that. I think we would break NCAA rules. Right
2: in <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't hurt people. Accuse me of equality. being a bad. And I mean, did you see the earlier run from Robert Hughes? Yeah, yeah so, the type of running Robert Hughes would do would so the, the the line that we have now that just the the, foul the, foul the foul quick cuts foul 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 north south, and south and would just
1: he'd eat. Robert Robert Hughes makes me really mad about uh, what Notre Dame is recruiting misses. It was someone they passed on this this year, but uh, uh, Tyreek Murphy, who from New York, ended up going to Purdue. Notre Dame took a pass on. He was he was your bigger back. I, I still think they should have used a scholarship. Uh, There was one to use that could have got him there and look at He needs a power back. Look at that guy. Swap on the lead block there. Love it. Just clapping off them pads. Yeah. God, he was,
2: I mean, we can can uh, do a whole thing about the final drive against USC with Robert Hughes in 2009 or 2010, 2010. 2010. just putting the team on his back
1: is great, but you know, in for the all sense. the talks from this game, it was, it's about Jimmy Clausen's performance because it was amazing. But you know, there you go, your first drive, nine plays, 87 yards, and ended up with a uh Robert Hughes touchdown. Well, it's yeah. the second and, drive, and, yes. Hughes, and, Hughes, and Hughes was, yeah, sorry, second drive. But Hughes was uh was highlighted quite a bit, you know, in this game. Well, when he caught a screen, too,
2: because the went to Hughes, I mean.
1: Yeah, I would say he was, he's highlighted quite a bit. Is a game.
2: signature.
0: Yeah. Notre Dame kicking off after the touchdown.
2: I just uh, I just oh. yearn for the days when when uh, kick returns, because uh, this was before the they pushed the kickoff forward and before they put it out to the 25. So kick returns were a viable thing in 2000 in the world of 2008. <laughs> it,
1: Jude, I don't know about you, but I love seeing the WAC logo on this field. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: like for, i have a yearning for – have I, I, a special yearning to go back to, like, mid-90s football. Here we go. Ethan Johnson, right? <laughs> Oof.
2: That yeah,
1: that's, that's the
2: kind of thing where Manti's watching this game up in the stands and he's getting excited seeing the, the linebackers make some plays in the
0: backfield. The really in that
1: game. Now, some people are going to think we're crazy. I mean, but that – you know, we're all giddy about this Hawaii Bowl, but what, what what you said, Brendan, was so on point was that this was such a turning point for the future. No, it's uh, and even, even, even if you don't like what the future is, if you're a uh, funny-duddy,
3: look at that. There's Sergio blocking. Yep. Now he's also going to get himself a 15-yard unsportsmanlike conduct because he's basically taunting.
1: <laughs> oh, I love it. Love it. I don't care. Sign me up for that. Yeah, I'll take it every time I don't even care look at him oh look at him he's flying man he's just flying up there full spread and that's what it's, it's early in the game
2: the stakes aren't really involved and just the side the sideline was going nuts right back
1: to that offset the... offset eye with Jimmy under center You know, and Klosser doesn't get enough credit for being as tough as he was, too, at Notre Dame. You know, he took a... You know, I just think of that watching him slide, and I was thinking, you know, he took such a pounding, you know, in 2007. Uh, in 2009, two thousand and nine, he, he played injured the, almost the entire season. With the turf toe, yeah. yeah. Turf toe, right? Yeah, which does which they? I wish there was a better name for turf toe, because it makes it sound... It, it all—I think Rocket had turf toe once. I remember as a kid thinking, "Who cares?" Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's such an awful, awful feeling.
3: Bet your Rocket cared pretty deeply.
1: Oh, <laughs> I, I, I remember being a kid thinking that only mattered if they were on artificial turf too. Mm. <laughs> yep. the sky, I did not become a doctor.
3: Hawaii came into this game giving up 49 sacks, which w- would have been an NCAA record. Um,
1: yeah,
3: but Notre Dame had more of the year before 58.
2: I, I had to leave this in the stream.
3: Uh, Charlie and his crutches.
1: White, Looking, looking young. That Kansas <laughs> job really aged him. He said he's really looking forward to getting that.
2: What's Harrison Smith on that uh, shoestring tackle to uh, keep a big play before that too?
1: I mean, you see Harrison Smith all over the field. They play a lot of nickel, and I see they got because they got Sergio and McCarthy out there at the same time. Nice tip on the line there. There
2: he is making a play.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Harrison Smith making a play. He's
2: all over the field in this game. Uh, he's an
1: all-time bowl performer. I mean, he had a great 2010 Sun Bowl against Miami too.
3: Three
1: yeah. Game? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was two or it was three, right? I think it was three, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Whatever. He he played a huge role in that uh that gorgeous that's another one of the the great bowl wins in a trash game. Miami's well, Miami, Miami's just showing up in snowsuits. Yeah, looking like uh Randy from Christmas story. I can't but I believe this guy is still on the
3: my God, uh, how about Brian Kelly getting a pair of uh cowboy boots and and uh, putting did you ever remember their leg up picture? That, uh, oh, yeah,
1: putting them up. Oh, I, oh I've iconic. posted this quite a bit.
3: Yeah, and the oh, sombrero,
1: get the sombrero. Yep, it's this one away. El True, oh. gold guy. Look at go. It's so gross watching like, watching play. <laughs>
2: And the thing is, is he's no different in the NFL. He was showboating last weekend, doing the same stuff that he does now.
1: He's, his running style just, is just so unique. I mean, I, the way he plays football is it, just, like it's like unique. a jitterbug. Yeah, that's exactly right. Armando. Armando. Ay yeah, yeah. remember Golden was a running back in in high school. ESPN, of all the recruiting rankings, was the only one that thought he thought he was really worth something.
0: About six or seven yards. But, but he was, a yeah. Time
1: is the fact that, yes, is calling plays, but God, I love seeing this. Play. Play. <laughs> well, that's the interaction you get. You can come still talk to a guy
0: on the sideline. That's <laughs> the Weiss yeah. staple right there. Yeah.
2: And that's just all hustle to get out there from uh, a boy, Golden.
1: It's kind of one of those wink-wink type answers from him. I get the feeling that uh, Charlie Weiss will be back on the sideline and uh, call in place for Notre Dame next season. I really hated Andre Ware talking on this game. It's Okay, so that one hits
3: Grimes in the hand. So that's the incompletion perfection. number two. Incompletion number two.
2: It really is a Ooh. Malik Zaire, Texas-like performance. Which oh. is absolute perfection.
3: Golden, he's just so much fun. I mean, yeah. anybody who, look, the 2009 season was not fun for a lot of reasons, but Golden Tate made it a lot of fun, especially when they were basically using him look at in the that. wild.
1: Look at David that. Grimes.
3: One-handed David too, Grimes, right?
1: One-handed. Yeah. Underrated also, David Grimes this time at Notre
2: I think we brought it up in the, uh, the failed uh, attempt yesterday, but... The idea of Jimmy Clausen and Golden Tate as seniors in 2010
1: coming back—just it would have been something to behold. Yeah, I, I was gonna—I've been—I was gonna do a post on that for a little while, and I was just going through like game by game. It was like it's picking up steam. Like that's a win, that's a win, that's a win. <laughs> yeah, the losses from 2010. It's like, oh.
3: I love I mean, the graphic first touchdown pass in a bowl game. Well, they didn't really go to a bowl game last year, so.
0: <laughs> <is a>
1: <laughs> God, there's special. That's one team. of those it's sort of rash shade. Well, the funny thing is
3: because at because of this game, Jimmy Clausen is tied for second for most career touchdown passes thrown by a Notre Dame player uh, in a bowl game in 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 a, in a career bowl games. Like some guys got three shots at it, he got one.
1: Well, we haven't been very good at scoring lately in bowl games. Alexander in trouble
0: again and did well to get positive yardage. Yeah,
3: this this Hawaii offense isn't doing much, but this no, is actually... This is
2: the year after Colt Brennan, right? Colt Brennan left. Uh, yeah. They
3: were 12-2 and two the year prior. All that stuff
1: yeah. And
3: got housed by Georgia in this and Sugar Bowl. The
1: right right. The Who was that? Was that Darius Fleming crawling to get that, that shoestring there? Now, yeah, I think maybe it's been pretty chippy. They got into it with chippy. chippy with Hawaii. Now, Hawaii gets pretty bold in their bowl games. There was once a fight in a Hawaii bowl between Hawaii and Houston, and Vili, the mascot, got involved. It was a bench-clearing brawl.
3: That's excellent. Ugh. It's right, Ser- in front
1: of my, right in front of my boy.
3: That's Sergio. No, t- no two claps for that one.
1: No, <laughs> no, no. He needs more game experience. They held him back all those years.
0: Ridiculous.
3: Could you imagine Gene at this game? Christmas oh, it would
2: have been an absolute blast.
3: It was 2 o'clock in the afternoon. It was 79 degrees. I mean, it, it must have been so much fun
2: perfectly sunny uh notre dame for the most part just rolls over them i mean i was in oh, the glass at, uh,
1: defense is just so terrible attack. and there is talent on that field too it's just this, that's ridiculous
3: so as a notre dame fan suffering through a six and six season when hawaii scores here you've got to be thinking Yeah, you are uh, uh, uh,
1: still stressed out right here with 812 eight left up. in the yeah. half yeah. and it's about to be 14 7 you are still stressing yeah because hawaii gets the ball back in the to begin with in the second half. Yeah, I I remember the stress factor here. I was like, ugh. It's got to hold on, boys. I remember just thinking that. Little I watched this set.
3: I watched this at my in-laws house, and they didn't have ESPN. So I had to find, like, a pirate stream, and then, like, uh, hook up my computer with like a wire to their their television and like so that I could watch it on a bigger screen. So I probably watched it the same potato quality we're currently watching it now.
1: <laughs> yeah, the two forty p.
3: There's Grimes. That you know, was a catch. You have, you, have
2: to, you have to wonder why no one has made um or or no company like an NBC or ESPN hasn't made available. Just all of these games exist somewhere. Yeah, I mean, and, they've
3: gotten, and they have right quality, right? I've, I've talked to people at Interdame about this, about how I would gladly pay a monthly, you know, thing for just, you make the games since, what, it was 92, where they took over the contract, make all the yeah. NBA games available uh, to stream at any time. I mean, it's just like, you know, some of, look, like, some of them were, you know, brought... That oh, God.
1: Gold, gold, say,
2: Golden I, just running under, like, a center fielder. Dude. Like, just running say, right past hey, hey, kid, running under. Yeah, say, hey, kid, running under a fly ball. No. 38 just, year, air yards,
3: 69 total yards. Nice.
1: also look, look at that shirtless guy in the crowd. Love it. His wife wearing a towel, essentially. <laughs> I mean, that was, Tate just ran right past that cat. Like, No effort. Which was a, I mean, which is a Tate trademark, anyways, right? Like it looked so effortless at times, and his hands were just so incredibly strong.
3: It must have been such a blast for Jimmy to just say, "I'm gonna throw it," and he's to a spot, and he's gonna run under and a, need it. You know? yeah, but,
1: that's how. You know, people, that's how
2: Deshaun probably felt playing with Will Fuller, right? Sure. Just pick a spot and throw.
1: People blow me shit for years because, you know, if we had a Notre Dame draft. The number one player I'd pick is Will, and remains Jimmy Clausen. Nobody threw that ball. There was no better pure passer than at Notre Dame than Jimmy Clausen. He was on some crap teams for lots of reasons that didn't involve him. I mean, can you imagine having Dane Christ or I uh, mean, <laughs> I mean even Tommy Rees on these teams where he had no help? I don't. Know. Nobody threw a deep ball better than Jimmy, and he had great you know with. Tate, there. That was a perfect person to throw the D-ball to. So we can't let
3: that Affleck trivia question go in, unanswered.
2: What oh no, that? I left. I, I left in there. Yeah. Uh, the, the answer.
3: Who was the, who was the last Notre Dame quarterback to win a bowl game? Now remember, it's 2008. So. Josh, you know. Oh yeah, it was like Kevin McDool. Kevin McDool, sure. I mean, that's burned into everybody's brains. I mean, and after so many. And, and that's the thing is, in, in two thousand, if you were a fan of Notre Dame in two thousand eight, I mean, there, this stands to reason that was a pretty easy Affleck trivia question. Today, it might be a little bit harder, but.
1: Yeah, who was the last Notre Dame quarterback to throw uh, a touchdown pass in a bowl game? Uh, uh, Ian
2: Book. Yeah, Ian Book at the end of the Music City Bowl.
1: Citrus Bowl. Citrus Bowl. Yeah. Citrus Bowl. But-
2: it wasn't one of the top 20. The Citrus Bowl wasn't one of the top 25 greatest. I was football was always saying that of a of shot. I <laughs> shot at our clubs
1: of
3: performance. <laughs> <laughs> that's soft defense. I don't know
1: if, I, I, I,
0: Did you see that? Um, boy, that's plenty of work right there. Who, uh, Ivan
2: Mansell put, you know, he does the, the commemorating the season thing and the 25 greatest football games of all time in the uh 2014 Music City Bowl was one of the 25 greatest college football games of all time. Yeah, but this one
1: what yet? was tra- the, what was trash about that list was the the uh, national championship game between Miami and Ohio State was not on there in the top like 15 or 20 or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. The Willis McGahee phantom I, I, pass I just interference. I was just think that, that that's a, that was a great game, you know, as a pure football game. But yeah, that music, well, I mean, the Music City Bowl was pretty dope. That was a hell of an ending. I had T-shirts made for that game. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Dave, there, there we go. What do you?
3: This is this is this is crazy. The level of awareness that you're you're falling down and you flip it to a guy who's also ready to to receive it. I think
1: you know, that was amazing. But do you remember the 2007 Stanford game when they did that? You remember that right at the end of the half that they ended up calling a penalty on? There was a bunch of laterals and Zibikowski ended up getting in and running running it all the way back. No, you don't remember that 2007 Stanford.
0: In the territory to the
1: yes. Bear, yeah, w- there's things was,
2: about the 2007 yeah, I mean, game that I remember specifically a touchdown being taken off the board yeah <laughs> well, that, there was
1: two Grimes got robbed and so did uh, Zippy
3: hey what is David Grimes doing these days I, I mean he was the strength coach for Notre Dame assistant strength coach is he still there
1: yeah. Yeah. he's still on the sidelines
3: okay <laughs> does he have to be pushed back or
1: yeah
3: <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, all that's water under the bridge. Isn't dude. that crazy how no one no one talks about that anymore?
1: Yeah, they'll bring it up when they're they, when they're to trash Pur- Kelly about no, the
3: fact that the guy's still on the on the coaching staff. I d- I disagree. They don't bring it up. They bring up Purple Face, but they never bring up the the shoving
1: incident. Oh, and you're not reading the same message board as I am because they okay. they will absolutely bring up Oof. putting his hands on a coach. Here's the third incomplete, and you know tough ball, but Floyd does have it.
2: At a he's point where down with that,
1: got it in. Wasn't Michael Floyd's best day. T- James Aldridge. No, I mean
2: he's he's a freshman at this point, right? That's a that's
1: a freshman out there, playing in his first game in three James weeks. James Aldridge, future future rugby player, James Aldridge. Well,
3: actually, seven weeks because probably there was three weeks between the bowl game and the last game. They're all wearing Hawaiian shirts. This is great.
2: No, it's great. And, and it's Chuck brought his kid. Uh, he brought, it was bring your kid to work day, too, because you'll see Charlie Jr. um the sidelines towards the end of the it game. was bringing
1: his kid to work day every day he was at Notre Dame.
2: Yeah,
3: I was going to say, he was there.
1: Headphones on and everything. Or headset on, I should say.
3: He was
1: like an assistant. Hey, he's got a job coaching major college football, right?
3: He's doing fine.
1: Sure does. He was on the... Uh, he was staff, on the... Oh, um, Rudolph staff. just going up.
3: This yeah. is, reminds me of like an Eifert play, right? Just throw it up and hope, hope
1: he grabs it. Real quick, Eifert versus Rudolph, who do you take? Oh, Rudy. Rudy. Eifert had better,
2: Eifert had better body control on uh, catch radius, but Rudolph would run someone over and nobody was better at figuring out a way to get open in the end zone. And I mean,
1: it even tells true. I mean, here yeah, they go. The bowl, The bull record quarterbacks is going right through him. Tom Krug, son-in-law
3: to Dick Vitale. Did he start the Orange Bowl in '95? Is that what game he said? Okay,
1: that was pretty much still our Still our fate. Yeah, against Florida State in '95. Who who was hurt? Uh, that was uh, what was Paulus in '95? It was it Pollis in '95? Yeah, it was. '94, '95, '96, '97. Sorry. Yeah, I, and just to go back. Uh, yeah, I'll be the uh, the different. Uh, I'll take Eifert. Fort Wayne represent. By the way, Do you, I like, you like
3: the the mullet and the uh, shitty tasting beer?
1: <laughs> fantastic tasting beer. I think it's it fired. Uh, yeah. Oh, look at that. So that looks familiar. Now this now boss. this series. This series of events that happens here. So is pretty weird. incredible. Yeah, so Notre Dame gets out of the five there. It's first a goal. Now this is another oh. back to play. Yeah, you drop, you drop for a loss on that sweep. Here's Allen on a sweep. Yeah. Is he going to throw? It looked like he was going to throw there for a second. He thought about it.
0: Yeah. So now you're sitting at the and goal too. of
1: what? On the 14? Yeah. Yeah, third and goal of the 14. 18. The clocks dripping. Seven, six, five balls in the air. It all oh, just. A dime, just and how does he get? How does he get? He's, he's double covered. There's two people
2: there. The Hawaii coach has got like the 500-yard okay. stare,
3: and it's w- one second before the half. I mean, this is, yeah. this is this is this is this is the gu- this
1: is the heartbreaker right here. Andre Ware, an I look Kalikilaka, go Irish. Andre Ware, who's normally a Notre Dame hater could not help himself this game he fell completely head over heels for jimmy clausen i mean look at this just dropping it down kind of yeah,
2: i tried to scrub as many um replays as i could out of this football game but there was i i just could not take it out of that one because golden was just oof well the other thing is the review takes fifteen thousand minutes so i'm yeah. I'm happy for
3: that. You probably the saved half, yourself.
1: So now we are we are rolling on you know, the second half. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it was a fair catch. This, in, you know, at, you know. at this point, Notre Dame's 28-7. I think we were all feeling pretty good about ourselves, right? I remember I remember Jordan, or not Jordan, but uh, uh, Jesse Palmer at halftime of this game, just going crazy about Notre Dame's offensive performance.
2: 300 pass I like here to point out that they they eschew the rushing yards uh by the way I, I do like the fact that they sneakily go passing yards total yards uh leaving out the the rushing yards in this game being uh not quite not quite the greatest at 27. Uh, they had a, quite a few
0: uh yards
2: are oh, either
1: what the hell was that the <laughs> <laughs> of, uh, the receiver, yeah, that guy just wants to quit. Yeah,
2: there were a lot of forelonged looks from that Hawaii quarterback uh, during the course of this yeah, he, game.
0: Yeah,
1: he was done, man. He was done at this point.
0: Down by on down and, 10. Oh. and Sergio Brown in there as well on
2: the quarterback. Greg Alexander. <laughs> shipped with the uh, the Hawaii the. Hawaii uh, offense. Good sack.
3: You know what? We should we should have asked Carrie Neal if he wanted to watch this game with us. It probably would have been a hoot.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, the
2: impact that the linebackers this this goes to my point with Manta. The impact that the linebackers had in this football game, just because I mean, in the backfield, it's uh, oh,
0: the
2: no. linebackers
0: linebacker.
1: David Grimes, little loosey goosey with those hands, Try, trying to run before he had the ball. I, I can't quite remember what, what was it. Tate was our primary punt returner though, wasn't he that year?
2: Oh yeah. So here's the thing. This is the thing to, to note about the going forward. See if David Grimes returns another punt for the rest of this. <laughs> <laughs> it's
3: like the one time they let Miles Boykin return a what uh, was it? wasn't a punt against Michigan State and he, he coughed it up and they're like, yeah, we're done with this. You, yeah.
0: By far
1: the best yeah. The best first half, the Robert Hughes. The, he, he, he had such a hole. He didn't know what to do. He said he, he didn't know what yeah. to do. He <laughs> juked
2: nothing. He, he yeah, juked he in because really he,
1: no, he was like, nobody. there's supposed to be someone here. And he just didn't juked
0: there. <laughs> they
3: already have 18 first downs. And it's still it just started the second half. Here comes half. another
1: screen. And this yep. is a beauty screen. Because there he goes. Armando Allen. Yeah, yeah, yay! Yeah. Screen pass working.
2: Beautifully
0: set up. Yeah, I, I
1: I'll say The white screens were just the best. And you're right, dude, they ran them all the time.
0: And Jimmy just doing what he did in high school. it up. hard by
1: Yeah, I am I I don't I didn't quite remember that they ran so much under center this game. Yeah.
2: Yeah, they they ran a lot. I mean, Brady was under center a lot, and the only reason I think in two thousand and nine that they came out of center as much and put Jimmy back no in shotgun game. was we well, we had well no running game, but also the turf toe. It was tougher for him to to have the mobility. Oh yeah, good too. point. Because yeah. earlier in the season he was still under center, there but after the turf was toe. he was
1: the <laughs> screen. Another screen. Yep. This one for a touchdown. Quick, quick question.
2: In the last two, in ooh, let's say. In the Chip Long era, R.I.P. Do you th- think he ran as many successful screens as Charlie ran in the singular game against Hawaii? Because
0: this, one out. And a good job by Jimmy this
2: trip alone, there's been four, and they have not run four successful screens. <laughs> I was screens thinking that that, that that I held up
3: by his
0: dad probably probably. I don't think nice
1: that's him. not that's not hyperbole, is it? I don't think so. I mean. It's 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 close enough where it can't, or it's not. It may not be true, but I, it's close enough where it's not hyperbole. Thirty-five-seven.
3: So they just pan to a shot of like a little kid being held up by his dad. Maybe look like you know my son's age, maybe like six, seven years old or whatever. Like that kid's probably at Notre name now.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
2: uh, if he's not, then I guarantee. Or at Arizona State because um, he couldn't get back. in. Brian Polian was at his house over the weekend.
0: Just <laughs> right, a four-man rush for Notre.
2: Because uh, Brian Polian basically we, lived the entire, entire we, early months of December in Smith Hawaii, didn't he? Oh, penalty he. flag. Harrison
1: Smith, Harrison Smith dropping a knee. up that, that quarterback wasn't up to do Smith. with life. And we said it in the in the failed podcast, I think. Um, or maybe in our earlier discussions, but I, I just wish Notre Dame would play in Hawaii once a year, regardless. You know, but 13th data point be damned. I just I love the Poly kids. There are a bunch of players over there in Hawaii. We've got a mini pipeline going already. I mean, things are already in the cooker. Uh, it's, it's just a, it's a nice thing to get over there to them. There's a respect thing. I mean, it's a big thing, right? Like like family respect the. Whole Ohana thing, and to be over there, uh, I think you're absolutely right. This sealed the deal for Teo. So, and
2: there's,
1: plenty there's plenty of them over there. There's plenty of players over there. Oh,
2: here's a curious thing. Oh, nice. What I would suggest is so Notre Dame wants to end the season every year in California, correct? That's why we play Stanford, and that's why we play USC. And I'm not yeah, saying we can't to, talk
1: about to, rant. you,
2: you <laughs> can't change that. But so the well, rest, you can change that. The rest of the country have is playing the of the season. It could be well. Hold up in October. You could roll that in. Was what if Notre Dame were to still do that, but then in college football championship as a nightcap for the the rest of the action while all of the conference championship games are over? What if every year Notre Dame's flying well, out the thing, after Hawaii's got their, their own trip? Conference.
1: And you know it's true. But you could do this. This could be like this could be the opening weekend. I to go play and play in Ireland, right? And then have a bye week. You can well, absolutely do that with Hawaii every single year. Why they, they would sign up for that? For sure. Why don't we play BYU in Hawaii? Jude, we're not playing BYU.
2: Why don't <laughs> we steer something last from that Army Navy and play the weekend?
3: It's week going after. to happen. They're going to play in Las Vegas. You know it's going to happen. I don't
1: know. I think I... Well, we caught word of Cal. I think maybe that's going to be Cal in Las Vegas. I think no. that's why we haven't heard about it, about it yet. Cal. Cal's another name. Cal will be the Shamrock Series game in Las Vegas. You watch. Okay. It's recorded. There's going to
2: be one at the uh, the, new, I'm calling,
3: I'm the new stadium
1: really in there.
3: I disagree.
1: But we. I mean, we've we've had this conversation before. That's the absolute like. What we think is probably going to happen is byu in vegas but right. i think the cal game is going to be vegas Shamrock series before that's
2: that's not a bad take because they'll play in davis davis is making that new stadium out there for the, the raiders are moving to vegas and they could put notre dame in that stadium bring some some um, some people in the seats to it you can have sort of that tim brown connection they want it, right they want the, to do it
1: for sure they want to do it for sure
3: well, Brendan, the thing you don't understand either is that look at top. this.
1: Oh, here it is! Incredible, absolutely incredible. It's just it's. Next to be a DB that day. Men playing against infants in that case, I mean, it's just incredible what Golden Tate and Jimmy Clausen could do to somebody. Uh, top two religions in Las Vegas
3: Roman Catholics and LDS,
2: money and, Mormon. and Mormonism. Oh,
1: it's not Mormonist, gonna say money. They don't like they actually don't like the term Mormonism. I just got done listening to like a six part series on uh, on Mormons <laughs> for a podcast. A lot of good stuff in there. No, dude, I'm with you. I mean, I think that's gonna happen. But, but I think maybe not as soon as, as all that. Sounds like Notre Dame's uh, holding BYU out for, on a line.
0: You might want to flip-flop your Stay and have some of that. <laughs>
1: Who is the Hawaii bull sponsored
3: these days? It's not Sheridan anymore. No, no, no. In fact, this might have been the last.
1: Um, I don't know about that. But. A holding penalty against Hawaii. They win.
0: That's a great sponsor,
2: right? And Sheridan, a big the Sofi, yeah, Sofi. I don't even is that
3: is that software?
2: Yeah, I think they're telecom. Sofi is a telecom company. Okay. So that's uh that's great. I liked it when it was the uh, Conagra Foods Hawaii Bowl.
3: Oh my God, Michigan three and nine.
2: Got yeah, I love to sit here too. <laughs> love it. See it. Love it. Yeah, that's a little bit of shade.
3: Hey, that Utah Alabama Sugar Bowl game was really good too.
2: It was really good. Um, obviously, Alabama players didn't want to. They 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 weren't excited about playing.
1: They just
0: didn't want to get up
1: for it. You know. You know. That Utah team was fantastic. I I remember using the uh, I use Utah and for all my. Uh, Dynasty action in NCAA. We had a had a group of friends here in town that uh, you know you pass your memory card along I'm like man get your games in <laughs> and I and we all took you know kind of mid major schools. Utah was mine. And then at some point you guys
3: got together to play each other and like championship yes. games.
1: Okay. Yeah, absolutely. We- there was uh, five of us so you, you you had your card you played whatever games you could play and then hand it off and then if you had to, whoever had to play each other you just you had to go you had to go get played so during the football season i think we actually got like three actual seasons in just quite a bit we had a lot of time on our hands
3: defense is so soft I'm surprised they've in, only given up seven points.
0: That can get back, get, get I
3: mean, back, Hawaii get committed some game grievous errors, obviously with right the fumble and the block punt. And right I don't think we've seen
2: the interception yet, right? Uh, no, I no, saw the interception. Yeah, I saw the interception. Yeah, okay. it was earlier. Uh, remember, it was uh, your boy Sergio got in the act. Oh no, it was Bruton. very excited. Was or, yeah, Bruton got in the act. Sergio with the the block though. So.
0: They
1: just chunks of yards against his defense, and it's not
3: even the second teamers at this point.
1: No, no, these these guys are still gaming. These are still the starters. We got terrible tap. Oh my! (laughs) Look at (laughs) how awful that is.
3: Was that Bruton? Or yeah, it was Bruton, I think.
2: Ugh. Oh, I man, mean, we Hawaii do sort of, I mean, they got 14 points now. I mean, imagine, we do imagine take for granted just how sound tackling is now compared to what it was, you know, basically the entire Weiss era. That feels like Alze Mack celebrating the, uh, what
3: was it, the touchdown of the two-point conversion. With Miami. Yeah, it's Miami. I'm like, uh, Oh, there
1: goes Rondo Allen with his. <laughs> yup. Oh, and he stumbled and he still beat the, the kicker. The most
2: exciting play in football.
3: That kicker grew up a lifelong Notre Dame
1: fan, by the way. Just so you, just that, that that is actually a true narrative. He just got scored on a stumble from Armando Allen, who could normally never run 20 yards without uh, getting tackled.
0: And
1: for those that may not remember, Armando Allen was one of the fastest football players in the state of Florida. Uh, that, of course, uh, which is a story for many Notre Dame recruits, uh, got hurt uh, in high school and lost uh, a little bit more than a step. And then his time at Notre Dame was just, uh, still had all the quickness, but the the long speed just was never there. You'd get like 10 yards would be like his longest run, like for a season.
2: Jude, I'm not going to let you escape with a Tom Hammond fact of the day without calling out the fact that it was a Tom Hammond fact of the day.
0: That the, 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 the
1: kicker was the <laughs> Notre <laughs> Dame <laughs> <laughs> fan, <laughs> lifelong <laughs> Notre Dame fan. That was my that was my deep research. Jude, Jude was coming after Tom Hammond's job. That's what was going on. His last his last <laughs> name <was> Kelly too. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Is it E Y though or Y? Uh, I think it's just Y. Yeah.
1: Sergio, Sergio, oh.
2: Sergio. I got himself in jab in the info. Biggest presence known. So, what did you like the most about Sergio? Was it his hair, or was it the fact that his name was Sergio?
1: Many factors. He's Chicago kid. He's Midwest. Uh, he had a man. He had a flash to him. I, I just, yeah, the the dreads were definitely it. He just he played with a certain kind of flash and confidence. Him and Jimmy had a good, were pretty good relationship. There was a lot of talk about uh, how they interacted in practice. And I just, I just latched on to him, and he, be, he ended up becoming like the model for the uh, Subway Domer People's Champion. And, and it was just, it was criminal. He was ridiculously, he was ridiculously athletic. And if every person you asked on that team, if you, like you did like the Jack Nolan, who's the most athletic player on the team, every single one of them would say Sergio Brown. Uh, it, ridiculous and that Kyle McCarthy was starting ahead of him. That shows you how. <laughs> by the way, the, way who's Gold- returning this kick? Hey, Speaking of, by the way, it, who's athleticism? Kit? Look at this.
2: Look at that. This is uh, the, the fact back. that there's a flag. This is an absolute travesty because that's one of the most amazing punt returns you'll ever see. He went backwards. What, 15, 20 yards? Easily. 15, 20 yards. Yeah. hope there's a play with this, Brendan. And that's what I—that's what I meant about. <laughs> Crime, get crimes out of here, and then they bring in the case, in gold. And what does he do?
1: Grimes <laughs> is fumble. Takes take the house.
2: Absolute travesty <laughs> that <laughs> kickstand. Yeah, <laughs> that was
0: a rougher the kicker. Was that right? who, who, oh. who was that? Course, team, State, a lot of people
1: thought Hawaii would beat Notre Dame.
0: Like
2: the, <laughs> the only person who thought Hawaii was going to beat Notre Dame going into this game was Desmond Howard. <laughs> On game day, probably called for Hawaii
1: to win. I mean, look, Notre Dame. Notre Dame lost all media respect after that long stretch between '94 and 08 for the bowl games, anyways. I mean, well, for I many different. It's sizes the curse. The game. It's the so curse it, of '94. Yeah, I mean, it drags on even now. I mean, there's people are still like Notre Dame has not lost to an unranked team since 2016, which is the second longest streak in the country. Behind Alabama, Alabama, who hasn't lost a since 07.
2: So, do you know who that team was in 07? I want to say it was Louisiana Monroe,
1: but it, I don't think it was. No, it was. I'm pretty sure it was Louisiana Monroe. Oh, was it? Okay. I thought maybe it was, it was a team after them that they ended up losing to. Uh, that's like one of the games I remember most from Alabama and Sabin the fact they lost to the Louisiana Monroe. Never forget.
2: That's going to be one of those things where you look back at like Ed Ogeron losing to Troy.
1: Oh, man.
3: (laughs) Or Rich Rod losing to App State.
2: (laughs) Well, (laughs) on the inaugural first ever game broadcast on the Big Ten Network. The very first moments of that network being on the air, watching Michigan players show up with bloodshot eyes.
1: And, yeah, uh, I made sure I. I made sure I put the uh, Jim Delaney's greatest accomplishment was Notre Dame hockey championships podcast back out because people were uh, starting to talk glowingly of Jim now that his uh, his retirement's official.
0: Yeah, like last week or something.
3: Man. I love that he's you know saying, "Well, we got to take the long view on Rutgers and Maryland." Like, check back in fifty years.
1: He you literally know? said, "Yeah, 50 we check back, all right."
2: Come on, man. If they didn't take Maryland and Rockers, I think you can almost say with absolute certainty that Texas and other Texas school, Oklahoma and Oklahoma State, are probably in the Big Ten right now, and they're super conferences.
1: Well, all the, a lot of that all hinged on Texas itself. Texas, Texas called all this. I mean, Texas is the reason why Nebraska's in the Big Ten because the rest of their shit. Which I, which I actually accurately predicted uh, on a podcast with Michael Felder, uh, like a year before all that, I had flat out told him in Nebraska to be the one to jump. I, there, I, I, for some reason I like doubt, I dove, dug, I dug deep. I don't really investigate a whole lot. And I started dive, diving into all that and found out there was all sorts of shit going on with Osborne in Texas and and uh, and like yeah, well cryptic talk about. About it all, and I'm like, man, I bet they go, and sure enough, they did, and then it got all that. I mean, you could have had Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, in the Pac-12. Ooh.
2: Yeah, that was that was a, that was almost a done deal. Yeah,
0: you
1: know, there was there was a lot of concern for Kansas Kansas State. What was going to happen to them because they were going to be left in the dust? There's a lot. There's, there's a lot of moving parts, a lot of rumor, a lot of. Uh, I mean, if you were to look at the, and it, was, the it was 2008 actually, season was that we're watching. Speculation. back then. It was less speculation. it was more like people were actually talking about this, but reporters are catching wind of it. So they were reporting it. So it it it, it caught of like a wildfire, like like speculation, but it was actually they were really talking about this crazy stuff.
3: You know, you just forget guys like Nate, Montana and Dane, Chris, were on this team until you see him on the
2: sidelines, (laughs) I left it. I made sure to leave in a nice, uh, nice extended shot of uh, Nate, Montana, because they start showing, are they going to get Nate, Montana in the game before they put in uh, sharply sharply? Yeah, which would have been hella unfair to sharply. Yeah, I mean, Nate Montana didn't have other than being the son of Joe, well, he didn't have a reason to be in this football game. Well, he was not even think, that scholarship.
1: Do you think if Evan Sharpley had coach in his Twitter name that he'd have more followers?
0: <laughs>
1: uh,
3: I'm a big Evan Sharpley guy.
1: Is that Muffet? I feel like Muffet there. it <laughs> looked like a, a pixel blob to me.
2: Yeah, it looks like a like a Pac-Man ghost.
1: There's a blitz. their Dame trying to be juice, it up a little, juice it up a little bit there. With ten minutes ago, well, this, this is this game. Corwin
2: Brown takes the Miami job, Miami of Ohio job after this no, game. Right? Mike Haywood does. Or Mike Haywood does. Yeah, yeah Mike Haywood. Yeah, that's right.
3: He's already, he's actually already taken it by this point. He's, he's a coach. He's, he's, he's there's boy. a boy. Oh, uh, there he is. He's coaching in this game, but he had already accepted the offer. Senior. Who was that this running the ball? Play.
0: Jonas Gray. Jonas Gray. There Evan
1: what number was season. he wearing? 25, right? Oh, was it 25? I, I thought it looked like 36 on my screen. I'm like, I don't remember this. What the hell? Yeah. Man?
3: And Alvin and Look at, uh, look
1: at Jonas, look Jonas
3: Gray. going to be. I almost said Alvin Kamara. Devall Kamara is going to be in this game too.
1: God, what I could have. One more year, Jonas Gray would have been fantastic too.
3: On what? On what uh, ligament?
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: I do. I do love the fact that with um, Kelly signing multiple five stars, air quotes, kind of uh, uh, this class, that Jonas or that uh, Jonas Gray and James Aldridge's names are sort of popping up as uh, Notre Dame five-star signees because there haven't been a ton on offense.
1: I don't believe Jonas was a five-star. He was a high four at a Country Day of High School in Detroit. I- Aldridge.
2: I thought Jonas was might have been a five star. No. James Aldridge
1: for sure was. On a, was, yeah, had a crown point, Indiana there. See, I can do it too. I can, I can do the Tim Brando. Start pulling out the high schools, he is. states.
2: Why, yeah, see, why didn't we get? I mean, you thought that. Well, why, why wouldn't we pull uh, old Timmy B for this broadcast? That would have been a hit with the fans. <laughs>
3: Because uh, Timmy wasn't working for ESPN at the time. I, uh, we we we
1: aren't as cool as the Shamrock.
3: They did it, uh, Matt Fortuna did an oral history about a great game of Tom Brady's
2: collegiate career. Did he? Have, uh, how? Be sure to tune in on that one. I um I'm already waiting with bated breath for his
1: uh, uh, Minnesota Bowl game breakdown. Not to go too into the weeds on all that, but I'm I'm kind of shocked that uh, Pete and Matt have uh, kind of uh, clapped back quite a bit on those. They had a lot of clap back in that um, that last uh, pop. Maybe maybe just realize that your maid readers didn't really care for it and move on. They clapped back pretty hard on a lot of that.
3: Oh, by acknowledging the fact that Timmy wasn't a, a
1: popular guest. Yeah, they kept like joking, like, "Well, what about Reggie?" I mean, they were like, really, really, like, like you know, blowing people's shit for saying that that was ridiculous. I just, I thought that was interesting. Uh, it's funny. I didn't, I didn't take it
3: that way. I just felt like, I, I felt like they were like, "Look, the deed is done, so we can just have a laugh about
1: it," you know. Yeah, yeah. I didn't take it that way. <laughs> I took it more as like. You dumb fans. Twenty two
2: of twenty six. Nearly a perfect game, and most of it's.
3: Uh, yeah, I mean, he only had one.
1: Real, you only had one real incompletion, right?
3: No, the wide receivers had their hands on all four balls, I believe. On all four? Yeah. Okay, I thought there was
1: one that was a little iffy. Okay. And one was a touchdown. It should have been a
3: touchdown. The Floyd one was like a basically a jump ball. So, but it did. Maybe
1: that's be- what I was thinking. Maybe that was the one. It kind of.
0: water slides and all that during the year. Nah. He's Man, what what incredible fun this game, the team team
1: fun this game was! So and that's and just badge. there's there's still there's still, <laughs> there's, there's still a defensive breakdown to come. <laughs>
3: come. <laughs> so this this set records, Notre Dame records for completion percentage, minimum ten attempts, passing yards, four hundred one, touchdown passes five, pass reception yards one hundred seventy seven for Golden Tate. Uh, also, got him over a 1,000 yards for the season, which was only the sixth 1,000 yards receiving season in Notre Dame history. Touchdown receptions, Golden Tate, three. Total offensive yards, 395, Jimmy Claussen.
1: There was a Duval Camaro sighting.
3: Points, 18, Golden Tate, tied with a bunch of others. Touchdowns, Golden Tate, three, tied with a bunch of others. Uh, Brandon Walker set the record for extra points in a bowl game. And the longest kickoff return, Armando Allen, with 96. It was actually the first <laughs> kickoff kickoff return for a touchdown since
0: having an outstanding season completion. Oh, I, Bukowski? Is, uh, What's
2: that? Bukowski?
1: Uh, he never did kicks.
2: <laughs> no, just punts. Yeah.
1: So
2: as Duff against Navy in 2002.
1: what mm, of my, one of my all times. Love Vontaze. Love seeing him up on campus on game day. See him there every once in a while
0: the April NFL draft because scouts and personnel directors I'm really just
1: enjoying seeing the burst Jonas Great God Jimmy had
2: 15 passing yards per attempt in this game <laughs> he had a couple of bombs, a couple of bombs, those two bombs to Golden certainly helped those numbers and the one to, to Rudolph
3: I love that. I love that special teams where those guys,
1: those guys play the league for years. This, yeah, th- I said this, this team was filled with great uh, special teams guys for the NFL. Yeah, there's Haywood. Also just, a, just another shot of uh, Aesop Schwab. Rest in peace. Uh, passed away way before his time there. Bruton uh, is a, is it hey, is Charlie Jr.
2: Charlie Jr. sighting.
0: Lawson's best. Getting high fives from old Jimmy. And,
2: uh,
3: uh Bruton's working on his doctorate years. now, right? Is that the deal? Oh, I don't know, but that I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, he's um, uh, I want to say a therapist or um, uh,
1: he was a teacher in Colorado. I, I remember that. Like
3: uh, I think he's working with the with the with the Eagles with the Broncos still.
1: Okay. Yeah, I remember he was like teaching like while he was playing or did, some of that felt like with a school, he was doing something. Not not just not just like regular volunteer work either, like actual teaching, like maybe like so, like a substitute or something like that. Yeah, he's uh, he's
3: wor- he's working on his doctor of physical therapy at the uh, Colorado University School
1: of Medicine. Yeah, he's uh he's hashtag Ohio, down there in Miami'sburg. God man, Tim Brando, I'm coming for you, buddy.
3: Bruton had to retire from the NFL because he got hit in the head too many times.
1: It's life of a special teamer. That's why yeah. Don Beebe had uh, three extra shells on his
3: head. Ethan Johnson had a short career in the NFL too. I think he had he had issues like that too, if I recall correctly.
1: Where was uh, where was Ethan Johnson at? In the, he went in to the Kansas NFL.
3: City, if I recall correctly.
1: Okay, okay. I keep I kept thinking Seattle, but that's actually. Uh, Ethan Johnson is from Portland, Oregon. So, oh,
3: I, I, I want to make this point because I made it on the, uh, the uh, abandoned podcast, but at one point, not in, during this game, but before this game, ESPN ran a crawl of all 89 teams that had won a postseason game since the last time Notre Dame had won its game in 1994.
2: Who does that? Did, did they do that to other teams, do you think? No. <laughs> <laughs> There's no other – like I get it. There's a, te- there's
1: a team right now that's that's really struggling with their bowl games. Uh, who is that? Because there's one right now that hasn't won a, a bowl game. And is it Miami? Mm.
0: I'm trying mm-hmm. to
1: think of the last Miami there's hasn't a, won a bowl game in a hot minute, right? There's a, there's a there's a team out there that's sniffing some some bad bowl stuff right now that they had they had just mentioned I think t- during the Army Navy coverage. In
0: 2007, but he had some off the field issues. Run right on Q- Oh, there's the right <laughs> in front of them.
2: But they
1: won't do that to any other team.
2: Yeah,
3: that one that got uh,
1: pop- the 89 teams <laughs> ticker <or> tape. Kelly. <laughs> Lifelong Notre Dame. And that's not
2: yeah. like getting those 89 teams. That's not just something that that rolls off the tongue that's one of those instances where they hire a guy to go look up all the teams that you know what would be real funny uh to to scroll all the teams that have won bowl games but notre dame hey elias uh won't you get on that for us and i don't even think there was an elias sports bureau back in 2008 so they were real petty <laughs>
1: Game this year gets a love it and and the countdown begin you know th- this game you know they were doing That'll Sergio win. Brown's out there doing backflips they celebrated game. this bowl win like they won the national championship game, I'm not shitting you. They, they went all out celebrating this one on the field epic, uh, the apparently epic. Memphis
0: is,
3: has the current most consecutive losses four years in a row
1: and had a view, <sighs> that's it yeah Maybe they were just talking about like an overall record. I swear, maybe they were talking about just Miami, period. Like their overall bowl record.
3: Yeah, because Miami's only lost two games in a row.
2: Did Buffalo get their first bowl win ever today? I know Buffalo's uh, been pretty futile. They maybe
1: only played four bowl games. What's unfortunate about all this is as, the, as our recording comes to an end of Jimmy throwing out the the surfer okay. hands, is that we don't get a shot. There's no shot there of. Uh, that gorgeous Hawaii bowl trophy. <laughs> 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 no, you know, no what, shots of them hoisting it up. Funny story. I mean, where were they going? That. It was Christmas Eve. They didn't have enough time to stick around for a for a trophy presentation.
2: Who knows where that Hawaii trophy is anyway, huh? Uh, I, I I couldn't tell you where it is today, but I
3: could tell you where it was in 2013 when I encountered it. <laughs> A mere five years later. Uh, in the <laughs> FIM offices hanging out uh, above an abandoned television, uh, if I recall correctly. <laughs> this uh, is how they
1: lost the damn Shillelagh trophy, dude. Basically, yeah, the story. <laughs> the that Western was, one, yeah.
3: The story that was told to me was like, I, you know, that year, I guess they, they had discovered, like, basically a storage area, a bunch of old white shit. And they found the Hawaii Bull trophy in there. and They're like, ah,
2: let's grab that. <laughs> was the was it in a big warehouse with uh with huge crates in the Ark of the Covenant? I mean, like the w- uh,
3: mind reels, right? Like, was was the uh, were the uh, the Hawaiian shirts in there too?
1: Uh, you know? You know, I I would bet I would bet that that trophy is is being displayed now. Though Brian Kelly makes a huge. And, and this is one of the things I like. Kelly makes a big point about hardware. You know what I mean? Like even – I would bet that that's up there now. Like okay. he's making sure that – because a trophy is a trophy. It's a kid coming uh, in as a recruit,
3: right? Like the, the wonderful people on this podcast buy a Knights of Columbus steak sandwich for the first person who can show us visual proof of where the Hawaii Bowl trophy
1: is currently located. I, I will do that. I will do that. Tweet at us at one foot down. Yeah, those aren't talked about enough on this podcast. Are those steak sandwiches? <laughs> Shout yeah, out to the KFC. It's the real deal. Yeah, fantastic. And they got a good raffle going. You go over there, and I mean, usually, uh, usually it's for tickets. It's a good. It's a good. It's a win-win because those sandwiches are money. People get lost in the Nelsons up around uh, the Joyce. But like uh, KFC steak sandwich is something else. I think
2: one reason why Kelly is so hype about trophies is when he was at Cincinnati. Cincinnati used to play for some dope trophies when he was there, like the keg of nails. Oh, the keg of nails, yeah. That's a. Uh, there was the. Uh, what's the one? Um, there was a pit one because I just read that athletic article about the oral history of uh, uh, Pike to uh, really oh, yeah, that, that game
1: was incredible. That game was incredible. Oh, and, and ice,
2: Kelly coming snow, up to Pike at halftime and. And telling, uh, telling uh, Tony Pike, uh, if, you, they're, they're, if you lose this game or if you don't pick up your play, you're going to have to explain to all your teammates why you didn't have a, uh, why we didn't finish an undefeated season. And Pike was like, "That was the
1: end of our halftime adjustments." <laughs> I, I mean, it was that. It was that game that locked it up for me. Like, all right, let's go get, let's go get this guy. Yeah, that was it for me too. In the snow, that was uh, I I think for a lot of Notre Dame fans, I mean, we a lot, his name was up in the what was the, always mentioned and but uh really that game was like a prime game. I mean, you have, was my head coach when I was
2: at Central Michigan.
1: <laughs> I was That's at right. I was You at had C- Dan You had Dan Lefevre.
2: I had Daniel Fever and I remember there was, uh, in Kelly's, I think it was the second season, Boston College came to town on a Thursday night, and we were on ESPN2. It was uh, Boston College. It, it always sounded like Kelly Short Stadium, and it was Boston College, Central Michigan. And uh, my wife and I, my well now wife and I, got kicked out of the student sections because I started a "fuck Doug Flutie" chant at the top of my lungs, and like the 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 because we were just like <laughs> Thursday <laughs> night football.
1: Brian <laughs> Kelly and Flutie could be more on brand, as well as the action involved on brand so, for this site. So they kicked us out of the stadium, and then we came back in
2: through the opposite exit. And Brian Kelly ended up Riverboat Gambler uh, going for it uh, at the end of the game there, and ended up losing to Boston College. But he almost popped Boston College on a Thursday night. And that's what sold it for me, for what I can You're remember. I was very drunk.
1: I mean, maybe – I mean, you got the casino there in Mount Pleasant. He was he was just doing what came natural to him.
2: Oh, yeah.
3: When, I was, doing, right when I was doing my Hawaii Bowl um, research, I came across an article where Brian Kelly uh, was talked about, rumored, in connection with the Tennessee job and, uh, and, and then also sort of peripherally mentioned maybe as a replacement for Charlie Weiss after the 2008 season. And he said something along the lines of like, I'm very happy to be a Bearcat. Uh, you know, never say never, but I can see myself being here for a long time <laughs> or something yeah. like that. It's like love the very next year.
1: <laughs> so, well, I mean, they won they, the for the, the, the quote that they year. kept playing back and forth was Herb Street kept he kept saying it over and over again. Brian Kelly will crawl to South Bend for that job. I mean, I, I bet he said it at least a dozen times in that yeah. last month it, of the season.
2: It was a real shady operation how he got out of there. It was it like their version of the echoes. Marty Gilliard famously, uh, the like Brian Kelly had to, like sneak out the back or something.
1: Yeah, no. Anytime that happens, I mean, I don't, I don't care who you are, where you are, and that's like you're at a, you know, mid major whatever you want to call it, and you get the call up to to one of your these. Blue, blue, there there's no good way to go about it. There's no, no and the fact if that you want to are, save a recruiting class too. Yeah, I mean, there's no good way to go about it. It's it's if there is one, I haven't seen one yet. So I mean. Yeah, we'll just, see. It, we'll see what sucks. Luke
2: Fickle does next year when Michigan State finally comes crawling after Mark, Mark D'Antonio is bringing the band back, and Michigan State goes, you know, four and eight next
1: year, and then they'll they bring in Luke right Pickle. back down. It's, I mean, the D'Antonio came from Cincinnati; they're just going to yeah. dip right back down to the Bearcats. <laughs> so, I mean, Cincinnati should be in the Big Twelve, anyways. That's a joke, but <laughs> that's a conversation for another time. Yeah, so you should. All so, right, guys. Uh, we got. We got any uh, anything else to add? To this, I hope you guys enjoy this. Like, look, we, re- we realize that it's a little different, a little strange, um, for us, anyways. Uh, but I hope, uh, hope this all works out I hope it was something enjoyable. Look, it was, it's Christmas time, like I said, we all got stuff we're going on. I know, as a dad, I a lot of years, and even now, the night before is just like there's a ton of stuff to do. <laughs> so, hopefully, maybe this podcast kept you you busy kept you kept you happy. It was a great it was a great game. I I know we all have these high standards set for Notre Dame and national championships and all that stuff, but but you know once you get down in the pit like a 2007 three nine year, you know you have to crawl before you can walk and walk before you run. And this was one of those moments. This was a this was just a fun game to watch, and it was the bowl game that we we haven't won a bowl game, uh, so. You know, I will always uh, look fondly at the Hawaii Bowl. And uh, man, dude, I don't know. I I think I would have just would have grabbed that trophy and ran out of FIDM office. (laughs) It's (laughs) about your shirt, pretty heavy trophy. (laughs) You know, I'll I'll hoist that bad boy up. (laughs) You guys got anything else to add on on all this?
3: I just want to say to everyone, uh, thank you so much for your support this year and for listening. Have a very Merry Christmas, a uh, Happy New Year. If we don't talk to you before then, uh, we probably will probably because we'll talk about the bowl game. Um, but uh, you know, hopefully we didn't talk over each other too much because I know that can get annoying. But uh, just yeah, have a. I have thought a great... we did
1: pretty well. I just talked over you right now, but I, <laughs> <laughs> I had my finger on the mute. <laughs> I, who who knows? I mean, I don't. Know. It, look, we are not professional podcasters uh we are doing this because there is an audience for whatever nonsense comes out of my mouth and the knowledge that comes out of Jude's mouth and the great entertainment that comes out of Brendan's mouth now. Uh it just it is what it is. And we but we do hear the the compliments and I appreciate them and we do hear the the critiques and we are we are trying to uh to to, to rectify some of that. So uh yeah, you're absolutely right Jude.
2: I would uh I would like to add As we sort of in uh, memoriam of this Hawaii Bowl and uh, leading up to the next bowl game, the Camping World Bowl, always be on team more bowls, never be on team less bowls. More football is always better than less football. And going into this game against Iowa State, I know that there is some hand wringing from certain subsections of the fan base i've seen we've all seen the pass around uh, facebook posts and silly things on twitter about how notre dame shouldn't accept the game just remember that the 2008 hawaii bowl against hawaii among the three of us here might be some of the more joyful bowl experiences that we've had and we got that out of the hawaii bowl and who knows going into this camping world bowl you know 10 years from now we might be Doing a podcast on an introspective about how much fun we had, you know, watching the Champ Sports slash now Camping World Bowl slash Insight Bowl, whatever it was. Um, so PC just Blockbuster Micron Bowl. Blockbuster Bowl. So just keep that in mind when it comes to the bowl season and leading up to this game. We get to watch our football team that we love so much an additional time. Uh, the day after Christmas, on the most holy of Canada- Canadian holidays, Boxing Day, <laughs> and this is something that we should treasure. No, it's on the twenty eighth. Uh, two day, uh, a few days at two days after. Uh, yeah, the most don't, holy don't get Chase Canadian after us. No, no, but yeah, I mean, just just keep that in mind uh, going into the to the game that this could be great. Brent, Brendan's
3: uh Brendan's thing there just sounded like a Bluto in an animal house like did we give up with the uh, Germans Bob Pearl Harbor <laughs> don't, <laughs> don't stop stop not on
1: he's on a roll just no. we're, we're just gonna go with it uh, so again uh th- thank you guys for everything this running uh one foot down is a uh is a great pleasure to me uh, but it's also a lot of work and I have a lot of help um not just from these two fellows here but you know also you know like Pat Sullivan, uh, you know, Lisa Kelly, everybody. Lauren Dangle, Billy Gorman, you know, Garcia. Wechter. what's that? Brad Wechter. Yeah, there's we got a large staff uh, and I get a lot of help from everybody and I really, really enjoy what uh, what we do and uh, hopefully you do, too. So I, I'm hoping that we get another podcast in for the end of the year. But just in case we're sneaking all this, uh, we're just sneaking all that good vibe in for it because, hey, it's Christmas time. So go enjoy it with your families. Thanks for listening and uh, go Irish.